Christmas did originate with Jesus' birth. And so no matter where you are, whether you identify as a Christian or not, you can still do something that honors Jesus because he walked to this earth. And what one of his very, you know, most prominent messages that he shared was to love each other. And so in honor of his birthday, you can leave a gift for, of compassion for him under your tree. And I promise you it will bring you joy no matter where you are in your spiritual journey or whether you're on a spiritual journey, um, it's going to bring you joy inside. So yesterday, as I speak at this very moment, recording was Giving Tuesday. And why do I bring that up, you ask? Well, because it provides an excellent segue to talk about Giving. And since we're full on, full steam ahead in the season of giving, have I got a guest for you. Her name is Jill Hardy, and she is the award winning author of an award winning children's book. See how that works? It's called The Sparkle Box, and wait till you hear what it's all about. So, first, we need to welcome, welcome Jill to the Isle of Misfits. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. And uh, we were just chatting a few minutes ago, and I had mentioned to you that this Sparkle Box book is something that I had heard of because a church I was a part of for many years, we actually participated in this. So I know all about it, um, but I'm excited to tell other people about it today. That's really cool. I'm so excited that you guys did that as a church. I've heard of that before, and it, it's really meaningful. Oh, yeah, it really was wonderful. So, um, so we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're wetting the appetites of people. What is this sparkle box? Well, just hold on, hold on. We'll get there. But first, you know what's coming next. We have to, we have to do something very important. We have to get this out of the way, and then we can move on. So, um, Jill, are you willing to play a stupid game with me? That's the question. Absolutely. I love games. Okay. All right. She said it. She said it. So we're going to hold her to it. All right. So here is your stupid game. Um, it's sparkly things because that's the theme for today. So all you got to do, Jill, I'm going to give you 10 seconds on the clock. And all you got to do is come up with 10 sparkly things. Can you do that? I can. I'm ready. I'm up for the challenge. All right. She's up for the challenge. So I'm setting the clock in three, two. Go. Diamonds, water, eyes, glitter, kids' tennis shoes, the kind that light up. Um, T-shirts can be sparkly. Christmas lights. Time. Um, <laughs> Yay. Well, you did good. I think you came up with <laughs> like eight you. things. That was almost a sparkly thing per second. <laughs> All Ex right. Excellent work. <laughs> see, she knows her stuff. We had to just see if we could test her metal. She has passed the test with flying colors. She <laughs> all about sparkly things, um, but so much more. All right, so I guess the first question is, how did you come up with this idea? Well, the actual idea to do the tradition was born in our family. Um, my husband and I were talking one Christmas about gifts given in honor of someone else because we were familiar with alternative gift markets where, say, instead of getting a sweater for your dad who says, you know, don't get me anything, I've got tons of stuff already, you might buy um, a share in, like, Habitat for Humanity, or not a share, I should say, but you might make a donation to Habitat for Humanity and present that to your father and say, I did this in your honor. But um, 
we were thinking, but when you do something for someone in need, who are you really honoring? And we both got it at the same time that we honor Jesus when we do things for those that are in need. And so we decided to write down um, the gifts that we had given, gifts of compassion that season, and give them to Jesus on Christmas morning. So this isn't a literal sparkly box. This actually has some substance to it. So this is amazing. So you're talking about not just doing something fun and sparkly, although it is fun and it is sparkly. Mm -hmm. There is substance here. So talk a little more about that because I think I jumped ahead with my question. So what, yeah, what is this concept of... So you're giving stuff, but you're giving it to Jesus? What, what, tell us what you mean by that. Okay, so Jesus taught us that whenever we do something for the least of these, we do it for him. And so, you know, Christmas is Jesus' birthday, but that has just gotten so lost in the season. But when we think about Jesus and his birthday, and we think about giving him a gift and what we could give him, you know, the Bible tells us that Whenever we do something for the least of those, we do it for him. And so the Sparkle Box is an intentional gift given to Jesus on Christmas Day that is a gift that helps someone who's in need. Maybe they're in need of food or clothing or water or even kindness. And so we intentionally think of things during the Christmas season that we can give to Jesus for Christmas. And then we write them down, we put them in the box, and on Christmas morning we open the box up and we read those gifts out loud. Um, presenting them to Jesus almost like in a prayer. You know, dear Jesus, um, we thank you for coming to the world to show us how to be your light in the world, and we've done these things for you for your birthday. And then we just start reading them. You know, we pass the box around, and we take out what we've done, and we read them. And it's really all about presenting these gifts to Jesus as a form of worship and love, and the love that you receive in return is just amazing. Hmm. Okay. So, and something really important here, and I don't want to skip over it because it seems fairly, fairly obvious, but important. You're not just talking about things we want to do. Oh, I'd like to do this. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if I, you know, if we went to a homeless shelter or wouldn't it be nice if we did this or I intend to do that. You're talking about things that you actually do. That's correct. And it's like, when you think of the people that you love in your life that you buy a gift for on Christmas, like you probably would never not get your mother or child or spouse a gift for Christmas. And so it's like, wow, this is Jesus' birthday. This seems like such an obvious thing to do is to put Jesus on your Christmas list and think, what can we get Jesus for Christmas? And when you do that, the conversations that you have within your family um, within yourself during the Christmas season are just amazing because you'll start looking around you and, fi- and you find ways to be a blessing to other people because you want to give that to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. I love, love, love it. And I'm actually holding in my hand this book, and it's it's quite beautiful. Um, it's so uh, written by you, illustrated by Christine Kornacki. Am I pronouncing her last name correctly? Yes. Okay, yeah, and it is. It's beautifully illustrated. Um, it's a story about a family uh, and a little boy named Sam. So tell us a little bit about this story. Okay, so Sam is this little boy that is experiencing all the things of Christmas that kids love so much, like parties and going window shopping with his mom. And at the same time, he's also witnessing acts of compassion as they do things like drop off uh, food and blankets to a homeless shelter. And he discovers this little box on his family's mantel place that's sparkly, and he asks his mom what it is, and she says, that's our sparkle box, 
but we're going to open it up later. We have to fill it first. So throughout the Christmas season, he's also wondering what's in that little box. And he asks about it a couple times, and he imagines what's inside, but he doesn't find out the mystery until the very end of the book. And at the end of the book, when he opens it on Christmas morning, he discovers a few pieces of paper inside. And on those pieces of paper are written the acts of kindness and compassion that his family has done. And he's a little confused, but as mom explains, you know, these are things that we have done for Jesus in honor of Christmas Day, his birthday. And every year we're going to think of things to do that we can give him as a gift. And, of course, she explains that whenever we do something for the least of these, we're doing it for Jesus. That's amazing. That's and it's so again. It's just so beautiful. I wish you could see it, people. Um, but you can okay. if you go to the website. And we're going to talk uh, actually about how you can get a copy of this book. And and there's a very special offer this month that we'll talk about in just a moment. Uh, but I have to mention this because I'm looking at it now. It even has if you get the actual book. There's a sparkle box in the book at the end of it. You can have your very own sparkle box. And I love that sparkle box because it doesn't get sparkle glitter all over you. <laughs> uh, see, the gift just keeps on giving. That's something that I could have put in the list. Like what's sparkly? Uh, your hands after you read your Christmas <laughs> cards, right? right? And your face, you know, yes, <laughs> when you look but, in the mirror. <laughs> but very festive and tis the season right. for that kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, so, all right. So, Jill, what I'm sure, because you, you actually started this, um, you wrote this in 2012, correct? That's when it was published. It was written okay. in 2010. Okay. All right, so you wrote it. So you wrote it back then. It was published in 2012. So it's been around a little while. I imagine there have to be some stories that have come your way about people's responses to this book. Oh, yes. I mean, it's like where to start, you know. <laughs> um, I've heard stories from people of all ages and it's just amazing to see how the Sparkle Box tradition has transformed their Christmas. I've heard from parents who say their kids are no longer circling gifts in the toy catalog, but they're circling things in the compassion catalog that they want to work to earn money toward to give to Jesus. Um, there was a little boy who, around nine years old that told his mom he wanted homeless people to have Christmas trees for Christmas. And she supported him in this, and they went to Goodwill and they bought some nice backpacks and little tiny trees, and they filled the backpacks with the Christmas trees and some goodies, some, you know, breakfast bars and mittens and things like that. And then they went around and gave them to people who were homeless. And I thought, wow, you know, how beautiful is that? So, yeah, beautiful and tangible because it's, mm -hmm. it's something, yeah, it's not just this idea or, again, wouldn't it be nice if we did this? It's like, this is, mm -hmm. no, this is real stuff that's impacting real people. Yes, and one um, story I heard that is one of my favorites is there was a girl who walked into her lunchroom and she saw another classmate sitting alone at a table and this classmate was someone who didn't have many friends and she thought intentionally. She thought of the sparkle box and she said, I'm doing this for you, Jesus. And she went over and had lunch with that classmate and invited her into her circle of friends. And that's just one of my all-time favorite stories. Oh yeah, I yeah because you know what I, what I love about this concept is it's so fluid. I mean, it's tangible and there there are directives for people that, you know, notice tell me what to do, but it's also fluid that there's a tremendous amount of creativity that you can that exactly. you can employ this. Yeah. Exactly. It lets people um let God speak to their hearts. 
You know, if they just open up their hearts and say, I want to give Jesus a gift for Christmas, what can I do this year? And suddenly things will start happening. You'll start seeing opportunities that tug on your heartstrings, and it's all God. Right, right. And, you know, sometimes we just need that little that little prompt, that little thing to spark us, because even creative people, I found, because, you know, so I'm fairly creative, but sometimes, you know, when somebody says, all right, think of something creative, <laughs> uh, you know, like your mind just right. goes blank. But when mm-hmm. we get that prompt, all of a sudden it sparks so many different ideas that can take you in so many different directions. And that's the fun part is listening, as you said, to, you know, to the voice of the Holy Spirit, who, that's is, right. who is very creative himself. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And so, there's lots of ideas on the sparklebox.com too for gifts. And you can, you can read through that and see, you know, I believe God can speak to us through things like that, too. Like, oh, my gosh, I never thought of that. I could do that, you know, or, wow, that really, that's so touching. I want to do that, too, you know. And, um, again, it's just all about honoring Jesus. It's not about getting recognition from anyone, but it's about presenting that in such an act of worship on Christmas morning that you, you're just like, I love you, Jesus, so much, and I, I did this for you for your birthday to bring you joy. Love it, love it, love it. And there's just so much room for families to make this their their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, you know, adults of all ages, I was really touched to hear that there was a nursing home that did the sparkle box and the residents did things like, well, some of the ladies actually clipped coupons for other residents because that's what they were able to do. And they knew it was a blessing for people who didn't have the dexterity in their own hands. And then they would also do things like if someone brought them a treat, like a visitor, like a plate of cookies, then they would go over to a resident that didn't get visitors and give them some of the cookies. And it's just beautiful that we all have something to give, no matter what our age, what stage of life we're in. Um, we all have the ability to be a light to someone else. Oh, absolutely. And again, just the the idea of being able to do literally what's in your hands to do. And everybody has something to give, even if it's not material things. We all have something, even if it's something that seems as insignificant as a smile. You know, somebody needs that smile or, so, you know, somebody needs those words of, of encouragement or blessing or affirmation. Right. And how valuable is time? And we all mm-hmm. have time to give, you know, but it is a sacrifice at the Christmas season. But when you think about someone who might be lonely on your street, who maybe lost a spouse or a loved one this year, and you, you take the time to go over and be present with them, deliver a plate of cookies, but also take the time to talk and listen and just be in the moment with that person. Um, there was a, a teacher, another quick story to, to share. There was a teacher at a school I went to, and she said that, she agreed to make dinner for a friend of hers who had cancer. And she said, I thought, what am I doing? I'm so busy. It's the Christmas season. And she was so stressed about it because she had so much to do that evening. And then all of a sudden, she thought about the sparkle box. And she thought, Jesus, I'm going to do this for you. And it changed her entire mindset. She said as she stirred the sauce, she prayed over her friend. And it became a joy and a blessing for her to make that meal instead of something that was stressful. All right. That's, that is good stuff right there. It's perspective is what, really what you're talking about. It's, it's just it's a matter of perspective, you know, because we could do the exact same thing, and it's either a stress for us or it can be a blessing. Right, Not and it's going to take the yeah. same amount of time either way, right? So just right. changing our mindset and our perspective and kind of having, you know, God's view of it as you're doing it, like, it just changes everything. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. So, Jill, we've been talking about 
this is this is an act to to honor Jesus for his birthday and that's wonderful and I'm on board and you're on board and many people listening to us are on board with that but there's some people I'm pretty sure that are listening like well I don't know about this you know the Jesus part of this but is this something for them as well let's let's talk to them for a minute oh absolutely because you know um Christmas did originate with Jesus's birth and so no matter where you are whether you identify as a Christian or not you can still do something that honors Jesus because he walked this earth and what one of his very you know most prominent messages that he shared was to love each other and so in honor of his birthday you can leave a gift for of compassion for him under your tree and I promise you it will bring you joy no matter where you are in your spiritual journey or whether you're on a spiritual journey, um, it's going to bring you joy inside. Amen to that. I think, I think anybody and everybody can agree that, you know, this is, this is why this time of year people tend to be a little more generous. They, they tend, you know, you tend to want to smile more to the person that you see on the street. There's just, there's something about this time of year that brings out the generosity, the goodwill to all men. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, this is... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... No, no. You know, I, I agree with you that it can be that time, but also, you know, studies show that Christmas is a time of stress, unfortunately, and loneliness and depression for many people. Um, and right. there's 90% of Americans who celebrate Christmas, 90%, regardless of whether they have a religious affiliation or not, they celebrate Christmas. And so the Sparkle Box gives people a chance to feel more peace and joy, and it also gives them that feeling of connectedness. So if they're feeling lonely, if they're feeling depressed, reaching out to someone else has a way of lifting us out of that a little bit. Right, right. It creates that opportunity because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you that this is a hard time of year for many people for many Mm -hmm. reasons, you know, maybe loss in the family or just life isn't what we think it's supposed to be or the commercialism gets us depressed because, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't have the car, the Lexus with the big bow, you know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. But this creates an opportunity to speak to the very deepest part of of what our longings are. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what this time of year represents. We want you know, we want to have goodwill. We want to have peace. We don't always know how to get there. But having this opportunity to reach outside of ourselves and provide a blessing, however big or small, to someone, I think is a key in in bridging that gap. Absolutely. And experiencing that joy that we all want to experience at Christmas. And I think, you know, as a, a young mom, I was trying to create the perfect Christmas for my kids and my family by mm. buying the right number of gifts but not right. buying too many. And, you know, that is such a, a topic of debate in any circle, whether it's grandparents or parents with little kids or teenagers. If, if there's children in your life, there's this debate. If you bring it up at a party, you say, what are you getting your kids for Christmas this year? There's, you know, it just starts this, well, I'm only sure. getting this many things because I think Christmas is too commercialized. And, well, I would never do that because I loved opening up gifts as a child, and I want my kids to experience that. And it's just this focus that... You know, after the presents are open, you realize there's this emptiness if you're not if you haven't been focused on the right things, and that's what opening up that gift to Jesus the very first year did for our family was it brought joy into our living room like we had never experienced before, and then everything that we did for the rest of the day, the gifts that we exchanged, the meal that we ate, it was just in a spirit of love like we had never experienced before. 
Mm, and you know what I love about that perspective that you just shared? I've never thought of it in this way before, but, you know, the focus on gifts. And we've all been in those conversations or thought, okay, this year we're going to scale it back, you know, because too many gifts, it's not good. But either way, whether it's too many gifts or I'm only going to give, you know, one spiritual gift, one monetary mm-hmm. gift, or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. a focus on the gifts. Exactly. Rather, yeah, rather than the opportunity to be generous. That's right. And, and it does create so much stress for so many people. Well, I love this alternative. I love this idea of, of being able to take advantage of a season that's, that's already just ripe for, you know, ripe for the taking. So, Jill, we, we kind of teased this a, a little while ago. There's a special uh, per campaign, uh, you know, movement that, that you are promoting right now with the Sparkle Box. So tell us about that. Well, we are just so excited to share this um, with your listeners. This year, the Sparkle Box has been released online to read free for cover to cover at thesparklebox.com, which means everyone has instant access to this tradition and the story. And so we are doing what we're calling the Sparkle Box Challenge. It's super simple. We're asking people to, one, read the book for free online, and they can do that at thesparklebox.com. Two, do the tradition. And three, share a link to the free book with three people. And we're hoping to create this ripple effect, and we're actually starting to see it happen already, of people doing and sharing this tradition that puts the focus on the true meaning of Christmas. And together, I think collectively, we can really make a difference. We could launch an actual tradition that becomes part of our culture. All right, so yeah, so read, do, share. Simple. Love it. Yes, and that's, and that's what it is. It's so simple. Like you mentioned before, it, this leaves opportunities open for people. It doesn't have to be something that adds stress. That's the last thing it should be. It's just, it's just something that you can um, look around, see how you can be a blessing, and you're going to experience more joy when you do it. That's Awesome. Love, love, love it. So we want to send people to thesparklebox.com. Yes, and there's also all kinds of resources on there um, for doing and sharing Take the Sparkle Box Challenge with people. There's lots of ready-to-go graphics that can be shared on social media that range from funny, like really funny, (laughs) to heartwarming, um, to ones that just remind us to keep Jesus in Christmas. Awesome, awesome. And so if people have a story that they want to share, they can do that there as well. That's correct. They can do it there. Um, They can also go to the Sparkle Box book Facebook page where they can share stories and be inspired by other people's stories. So there's a community that is developing, and we're really excited about it. Great. Okay, so you said Facebook. and All right, so if they want to find you on Facebook, just put in Sparkle Box in the search bar? I would put in the Sparkle Box book. The Sparkle sparkle Box book. book. The Sparkle Box book. Yes, and it'll come up. You'll see the cover of the book, so you'll know you're in the right place. Okay. All right. Well, the challenge is out, my friends, and I'm just excited to see what kind of response you're going to get. Um, And this this challenge goes throughout the month of December? That's right. And, you know... Um, yeah, it's, the book is available until December 31st, and we're doing everything we can to get the word out because after that, the book will come down. And so we're trying to spread this tradition as far and wide as possible this year. 
Okay, so do the challenge, people. And I just, I have to add this. I mean, I think it's great that they can get it for free, but I think once they see this and once they do it, I think they're going to want a hard copy. And it's it's such a beautiful book. So I, I just, I got to put that little plug in too. So if they yes. want to buy a copy, how can they do that? They can get the uh, book, hopefully at their local bookstore. I would always suggest, you know, giving them a call first and just checking to see if they have it. And if they don't, you can always get it online at um, Barnes & Noble or Amazon or Christian Books. And, um, yes, it is absolutely wonderful to have the book in the home. There's nothing better than, you know, curling up with a cup of cocoa or coffee and or a loved one and just uh, reading the book and holding it in your hands. And the illustrations are absolutely beautiful. Excellent. And it could make a great gift for someone else. Just saying. Yes. Absolutely, and you'll know that you're having a chance to, to uh, spread a tradition that's going to bring people joy that you may never even know about, this side of heaven. All right, people. So what we're saying is you have options. We've laid these yeah. options before you. Really excited. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. It's just oh, been such a pleasure. So thank you, Nancy. Well, you have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Okay, so here's your assignment for the Sparkle Box Challenge. First, go to the website, thesparklebox.com, where you can download your very own digital copy for free, free, free. The offer is good for the rest of 2018, so you have until December 31st to get going. And like I said, it's such a beautiful book. You may find yourself wanting to buy a hard copy, and by all means, I recommend you do so because it's got that bonus DIY sparkle box that won't get glitter all over your hands. I'm just saying. So uh, once you do that, once you have the book, however you get it, you got to take the challenge, and it goes a little something like this. Read it, do it, and share the idea with a few loved ones. Oh, what fun. And speaking of sharing, here's a thought. Why don't you help spread the word by sharing this podcast? And if you're feeling really crazy generous, you can subscribe to the Isle of Misfits. That's I-S-L-E of Misfits.com for more podcasts like these. And who knows what else you might find on that there aisle. Alrighty then, that's enough talking for now. We've got more coming up for you. So stay tuned, stay warm, own your awkward Love those fellow misfits and embrace beauty and truth everywhere.